0: This is Jerry Gould Jr., Cleveland Browns left tackle, and you're listening to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast. Welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast presented by Sib Sports. This is your host, John Ashkar. and today with me in person, I'm back with my co-host, Jack Vandemater. Welcome back, Jack.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back in the studio, face-to-face, where we can actually talk and see each other's reactions, so... Let's get it going.
0: This is awesome. It's our first episode back in person. Since August, we were both away at school, but now we're back together. And today, we have a Browns three-quarter season update for y'all. But before that, we have a quick message from our sponsor, Manscaped.
1: Yeah, so Manscaped, huge shout-outs to Manscaped. They've been helping us out a ton. Um, Support for the Hottest Take Sports podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped, we've gone, we've been with them a couple months now. And if you've been listening to our podcast, you know how great their stuff is. We've used it a ton, but also it just helps us a ton because we, we take the money that we get from Manscaped and put it all back into the podcast. So that helps us do stuff like giveaways. If you follow us on Twitter at hottest underscore take pod you can be on the lookout for giveaways we, we might do another manscape giveaway here soon so not only are you winning by using the code htsp but we are winning too so it's a win-win for both of us
0: and get 20% off and free shipping with the code htsp at manscape.com that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code HTSB. And like Jack said, just keep your eyes open. We're doing giveaways. We're going to do some more. 2021 is going to be a big year for us. We're putting it out there right now. So just keep your eyes open and thank you to Manscaped. Right. And without
1: further ado, let's hop into the three quarter season update.
0: Jack, we're recording a little bit before the three quarter season actually happens this Sunday versus the Titans. But we're going to release the episode after. So. We're hopping a little ahead in the future.
1: Yeah, so we're recording on Friday, so we have another two days till the Browns play the Tennessee Titans. There's some storylines we want to talk about before we get into the real analysis. To start that off, Miles Garrett is back,
0: the number one pass rusher on our defense and really the soul. Yeah, it's it's absolutely huge to have Miles back, Jack. I mean, he's one of the best, if not the best pass rusher in the NFL. He is second in forced fumbles with four, and he's third in sacks with 9.5 And one big thing, he just creates turnovers And that's something that the Browns didn't really have last game And it's something that will be good to get back
1: Yeah, and also it'll be interesting to see Vernon has played so well with Garrett out It'll be interesting to see if Vernon can continue to play well And you get Garrett back That defensive line
0: is going to be dirty And we need every bit of that to stop the 8-3 and three Titans So talking about someone that is not going to be there for the Browns is our starting safety, Ronnie Harrison, who really came into his own in the middle of the season. Yeah, so
1: Ronnie Harrison, who we acquired from the Jags for a fifth-round pick, has really been a huge piece to our defense since our safeties have been so depleted. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So losing Ronnie Harrison for the four to six weeks hurts. Hopefully, though, he doesn't need surgery like you said, so hopefully if the Browns end up making the playoffs, he can be back for a playoff push.
0: Yeah, I think this is honestly a huge loss for the Browns, especially since our two safeties are Anderson Dejo and Carl Joseph. They haven't been great for us, and Harrison was great in coverage, and he was just a great overall safety. He was all over the field making tackles for the Browns, so this is a big loss.
1: In one bright note, though, is Sheldrick Woodrun should be back this week, so we should see a big dosage of him versus the Titans just like you said, with this depleted secondary and them not playing super well.
0: Yeah, so Redwine is coming off of the injured uh, list. And then someone else coming off of the Covis list is Sione Takitaki. And Jack, we tweeted about him yesterday and actually got pretty good reviews. Takitaki's having a good year in his second year with the Browns.
1: Yeah, so Sione Takitaki has been huge. We drafted him and Mac Wilson in last year's draft. So this is his sophomore season, and he's really breaking out as he's seen the playing field so much more he ranks third among linebackers in run defense grade with a grade of 85.4 and ranks 17th among linebackers with an overall grade of 66.0 per pff and that's been like i mean needless to say with the amount of injuries and just thin depth to begin with in our defense and especially our linebacker core that has been huge, so I love to see him back against in this game. where we're going to have to stop Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in the NFL.
0: Yeah, it's really great to see Sony to see playing really well. The Browns have also just like really struggled against the run in the past. We can never wrap up, we can never tackle. Mm-hmm. Someone who had a big problem with that was Joe Schobert. So now we have this linebacker in Taki Taki who can go and make those open field tackles versus the run. And he's going to have a huge challenge against him this week with Derrick Henry, so we'll see how he fares with that.
1: We're going to get into some keys to the game, too, and obviously stopping Derrick Henry is one of those. But Sione Takitaki, just his the hard-nosed mentality that he brings to the defense, and like you said, not missing those tackles, has been you know night and day for the Browns' run defense. This is the first year, I feel like, in a while that the Browns have really been able to stop the run, although we didn't really do a great job of that last week. However, we did have a few injuries.
0: Yeah, and another injury that isn't too present versus the run, but it's present versus the pass is Denzel Ward. And his initial injury projection was two to four weeks, missed last week. So now you could say it's two to three weeks, could still be four, could be five even because he's not that durable of a player. But he's the 14th ranked corner per PFF. And this is another big loss, especially since the Browns will be facing A.J. Brown this upcoming week.
1: Yeah, so like uh, Wyatt Teller, he has a calf injury and it's kind of taken him a little bit longer than expected to get back. Like you said, with our secondary just being so depleted, Denzel Ward getting back is going to be huge, especially like we're going to, uh, I keep mentioning this, but we're going to get into keys to the game. And AJ Brown is a guy that kind of gets a little overlooked because of Derrick Henry. But if we can't stop AJ Brown, it's almost as bad as not being able to stop Derrick Henry and Denzel Ward However, he did get burnt by A.J. Brown week one last year. We all remember that game. It would be still huge in, in stopping a guy like A.J. Brown, who, I, in my opinion, is one of the premier wide receivers in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that Ward would love to be in this game to prove that he can cover someone like AJ Brown, especially after what happened Week One last year in AJ Brown's first game in the NFL. Yeah, this is going to
1: be a little bit of a re- revenge game for the Browns. I think I don't think they've forgotten about Week One last year.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this, said it a couple times. Like, the Browns got like embarrassed, like heavy, like. Just absolutely, absolutely obliterated by the Titans week one last year. So this is a big proving game. I think the Browns are going to have a chip on their shoulder, and I'm excited to see. And talking a little bit more about wide receivers, someone who's kind of been under the radar for the Browns but has been been making a big impact is wide receiver Kaderil Hodge. He is out versus the Titans.
1: Yeah, so the Browns only have three active wide receivers on their roster. This has led to some speculation that we might be calling up another guy from the practice squad. Ryan Switzer could potentially be making an appearance. Bro! Ryan Switzer is, you know, he hasn't proven very successful in the league up to this point, despite his uh, hype coming in. But, I mean, it could be a depth piece. I don't expect any of those guys to really play. But Kaderil Hodge has been really important to the Browns, and we saw him make that that third-down catch last week which was crucial and he's kind of been a bright spot in a in a area that you know after losing Odell has been a little weak for the Browns.
0: Yeah, and the re- the original reason why the Browns brought in someone like C- Cadero's cuz he's really good on the special teams. So you're not only losing a good wide receiver who's good on third downs, Baker loves to target him on third down and who's just a a good depth piece too. He's more than a depth piece at this point honestly, but you're missing someone on special teams and I mean, the Titans have some explosive guys, and the last thing you want to do in a tight game like this, an important game, is to give up a big play on special teams.
1: Yeah, exactly. And especially because this could be like a shootout-type game a little bit, or at least, like, let's say the Titans go up, and the run game—like, the run game is fantastic, and you're going to have to rely on that to win any game that the Browns play— but at the same time you you have to acknowledge that it runs clock and if you're in a shootout with this team you're going to have to be productive on passing downs. We're going to get into Baker Mayfield a little bit, but when the, the Browns are 5 and 0 when Baker has a quarterback rating of over 100. So that just goes to show you that this team is not only a running team. Like they do they passing is very crucial to their 8 and 3 record.
0: Yeah, and the Browns have rolled with three active wide receivers on their roster before for one game earlier this season, because Coach Stefanski does like to use a lot of tight ends, and we'll probably see three tight end sets, and we'll see all four of our tight ends utilize this game. Let's move on to Baker, Jack.
1: Yeah, so Baker Mayfield, who is coming into this game with 123 straight passing attempts without an interception, only Deshaun Watson currently has a higher streak, has been really solid the last few games, and has been kind of one of the... Big reasons that we've won a couple games, especially like that Cincinnati game a few weeks back Baker Mayfield is going to have to prove a lot this game as he's not been historically great against good teams But I'm really interested to see if he can kind of rebound
0: Yeah, so the Browns are coming off three straight games of losing teams The Eagles, the Texans, and the Jaguars So you get a top-notch team, the four seed and the Titans And Baker is going to have a lot to prove To show that he can go out out and beat a winning team Because we know what's happened with Baltimore this year With the Steelers and even with Oakland, Jack So this is a big prove-it game for Baker But I think he's set up for success I know he's only thrown two touchdowns in the past four weeks But he also hasn't thrown an interception Which is quite awesome Considering just who Baker Mayfield is as a player
1: And honestly, it's even more impressive Because outside of last week where they played in Jacksonville The weather conditions have been horrible for the Browns for a lot of the Browns games especially like the Raiders game so the two touchdowns don't really worry me that much it's honestly more impressive that he hasn't thrown any interceptions in that weather and, and he's got to continue that if we want to win this game
0: and one big thing that could like really bank on this is how much pressure that the Titans are able to put on him and their defensive tackle their really good second year defensive tackle Jeff Simmons could be out, and that could play a big factor in this game. But Baker hasn't been good under pressure this year. He grades out at 29.8, which is under pressure, which is a really, really bad grade. But when he's not under pressure, he's at 86.8, which is top-of-the-line NFL player, which is just crazy to think about, Jack.
1: It is one of the most like far-apart spreads I've seen in a long time. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the league when he has time to throw the ball. And when he doesn't, it's the complete opposite side
0: of the spectrum Right, I mean, Nathan Peterman could probably grade better than him (laughs) Just in a regular pocket than Baker under pressure
1: Which has been, and that's been a problem You saw that last year He has not been calm at all under pressure And he's really been kind of, it's almost been a mental block in a little bit, because he was solid in college. You know, he was always he was considered a playmaker.
0: Yeah, and he's always been considered accurate, and he's still accurate if you look at his adjusted completion percentage. I was watching film on him yesterday, and the guy was really vouching for him, saying, you know, like his calling card coming out of college was him being accurate, and people are saying he really hasn't done it in the NFL. And yes, his completion percentage is only like 61, but if you look at his adjusted sets they're a lot better than you think you, they are. Plus, he has a lot of throwaways, which could be on him, and he has the set at most spikes in the NFL too. So his completion percentage will go down. But I, I just I just think Baker will have a good game, but there's really a lot of weight on his shoulders this Sunday. I do want to mention too
1: and I'm not a person that really looks at quarterback height and thinks that's a huge factor. We see Colin Murray having a really solid year. But you do notice sometimes a defensive lineman will get a hand up and you'll see Baker pump fake it or kind of he'll he'll it's really like he notices that, and it's it kind of lets the ball sail a little bit because he's trying to get it up and over that line so it doesn't get better down. And I think that is also playing a big role in why his accuracy is down a little bit. He's really trying to get over those offensive and defensive linemen to deliver a quick ball on time, and it's forcing him to make some maybe inaccurate throws.
0: Yeah, the ball sailing with him, him throwing high passes, has definitely been something that just... He- easy to see with the common football eye Mm -hmm.
1: last little stat i want to bring up about baker mayfield just to show you how much of a baller he is and if you had any doubts that he is our franchise quarterback out of all quarterbacks in the nfl he is number one in pass blocking grade booyah that is a guy that puts on first team right there put him on the offensive lineman
0: so let's move on to our keys to the game jack versus the titans Our first one is stopping Derrick Henry. (laughs) But right next to it, we have written how.
1: Yeah. I mean, all right, Derrick Henry has three straight games of over 100 yards coming into the league. He's the current reigning NFL rushing leader. And, I mean, he's just dominated every single team he's played this year. I guess stopping Derrick Henry is not maybe the best wording because you're not going to stop Derrick Henry.
0: Right. It's how you can limit Derrick Henry. Exactly. And you're not you're not gonna be able to stop a running back as capable and as, as talented as he is, especially the Browns when you have like someone at safety like Anderson Deho. But how can you limit him? Can someone like Sione Taki Taki take a little bit more control and take a little bit more pressure off the team and limit him? Can someone like Miles Garrett make an impact back in his first game? Yeah,
1: I mean Derrick Henry, this guy's coming off a game against the Colts, who are a solid team and have a they solid number defense. number one defense, number one defense. In <laughs> exactly, NFL. and he put up 178 yards and three touchdowns, 6.6 yards per carry. This is really going to be a battle of running backs in this game, Chubb versus Henry, and I, I'm really excited. I think honestly, you could my my prediction is that the running back who has a better stat line, their team will win the game. I'll say that now. Like if if Chubb goes out and outperforms Derrick Henry, the Browns. We'll win this game.
0: Yeah, that, that's definitely a possibility, and I think that could favor the Browns because of how good the Browns' offensive line is compared to the Titans' defensive line because our offensive line has been great this year, and their defensive line has been decent too, but they have some injuries, Jack.
1: Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons has been their best defensive lineman by far, grading... The best and, as honestly, top of the league.
0: Yes, the number sixth ranked defensive tackle in the NFL.
1: But he is questionable for this game and didn't practice on Friday, which is today, the day we're recording this podcast. So he is definitely up in the air. And if the Titans don't have Jeffrey Simmons, they already don't have Adoree Jackson on their defense. That's going to be a big loss for them.
0: Yeah, and something else that could benefit the bronze in the run game, their safeties and linebackers, the Titans... Haven't played well this year. Like someone like Kevin Beard, who's been really good in the past, is not having a good season. Their linebackers haven't graded well either. Mm -hmm. So if the Browns can run it up the gut on them, they're going to have a lot of success this Sunday.
1: Yeah, and I really think they have to get out strong. Like we all saw last year, the Titans went up early, some mistakes, and the Browns were not able to come back. And that's like the Browns have to start out strong so they can really establish that running game. That's going to be a huge key to this game. It's just yeah. it's just eliminating eliminating those just dumb Silly stupid mistakes. Yeah, the stupid mistakes, beating yourselves.
0: And two big guys that can make an impact in this run game, obviously are Joel Batonio and Wyatt Teller, our guards. Teller has been great this season, but his past two games have been his lowest graded games, to our surprise, honestly, too. But if these guys can control that line, they can tr- control Daquan Jones, their other defensive tackle, and Simmons if he plays, the Browns can run it up the gut on them, Jack.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a huge battle. The battle of the trenches is really going to determine this game. You know, and we'll, I'll get into A.J. Brown. It's not going to be all running, but that that's something to definitely watch. And I think Teller could really rebound this game. After coming off that injury, like you said, he's had his two worst games, but he's not necessarily been bad. He mm-hmm. did let up a sack, but that's gonna happen I mean he's been damn near perfect up until that point so that'll be something to watch um, and then the next thing is AJ Brown who we just we mentioned a little bit earlier on but again I think he's one of the most underrated guys because he only has five to six catches a game on average but he goes for like a hundred plus yards in a touchdown and it's like one play like last year I think he had a 60 plus yard or last week excuse me he had a 60 plus yard touchdown that's a play that could completely flipped the outcome of a game
0: yeah and i mean he's like what 5'11 but he's a strong wide receiver he threw denzel ward like a rag doll last year and exactly. that huge play week one aj brown can make a huge impact especially if Tannehill's throwing well and the browns secondary is really really deeply like we've said we've talked about Ward, we've talked about greedy we've talked about ronnie harrison they're they're gonna have to do their best to try to guard someone like aj brown because with one play he can open up a game
1: exactly and jonah smith their tight end is out so AJ Brown might be seeing more targets than usual. That's something to definitely keep an eye on. in the Browns, I think Terrence Mitchell might have his number is gonna to have to play
0: really well. So our next segment that we have is the Browns remaining schedule after this Titans game.
1: Yeah, so the Browns have
0: four games after the Titans game
1: where they play the Ravens, who are six and five. That's a huge that could have big playoff implications. Um, then they go to the Giants, who are 4-7, and seven. however...
0: <laughs> however, how, they are first in their division.
1: So that's a number one seed, so we can't take that game. Let, Jets 0-11, I'm not even... Alright, that's a dub. And then Steelers, who are 11-0, so you get like two flip-flops right there. And I think a big storyline to watch out for is, could the Browns potentially ruin the undefeated season if the Steelers get to that point? They still have games versus the Bills, the Colts... But I mean it's very it,
0: it's it's possible. realistic. Yeah, it's realistic. So let me ask you one thing. If the if they did get to that 15 and 0 mark the Steelers, would they go for 16 and 0 or would they sit their starters for the playoffs and give them that extra game of rest?
1: The Steelers are chasing history.
0: It's it's like
1: the page, uh, if you're 15 and 0, you have to go for 16. It's like the Warriors when they went 73 and 9. It's like you, you can't not chase that history. And so, I mean, I think this could be, and this is this game's at Cleveland, by the way. So, Browns fans could be oh rowdy, going really crazy rowdy. if the Browns could right. win that game.
0: And the thing with the Steelers too is like we've been cheering for them lately because we don't want Baltimore to do well. Mm-hmm. The Steelers beating Baltimore this past Wednesday on Wednesday afternoon football, which was absolutely sick, was was really good for the Browns.
1: Yeah, that was huge because if the Ravens win that game. They're one game back from the Browns, and we have a game versus them in the game after Tennessee. Like I said, that game, even now that the Ravens are 6 and 5, still has playoff implications for the Browns. I could only imagine if they were a game closer. And the Browns, I mean, after seeing what the Ravens did to us week one, so.
0: Yeah, they're still a scary team. And talking hypotheticals of the playoffs track, our next segment is the Browns' current playoff picture. So right now the Browns, this Friday, are the 5th seed, and we would face the four seed, Bills. But Titans are also the three seed right now, and they have the advantage over both us and Buffalo on head-to-head wins. But if we beat the Titans, we could jump to 3 or 4, depending on what the Bills do this weekend.
1: And that could be big for who we play. You know, the Bills are a decent team. Their defense is not as good as it's been last year, and that's who we're currently slated to play. But I think a matchup against the Dolphins or the Colts, who we beat earlier in the season, would definitely be more favorable as that offense in Buffalo has been very deadly at times with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. With a depleted secondary, that's not something I really want to test in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and Josh Allen has been great this year. He's an under-the-radar MVP candidate. Not even under the radar at this point. He's been doing really well. Mm -hmm. So the Bills are a team that scares me. They're not really someone that I would want to play. I would rather play someone like the Dolphins or the Colts but when you get a throw up between the Titans and the Bills those are both really solid teams, Jack. Yep. And if the Browns lose versus the Titans this week, obviously that wouldn't be good. That's not what we want to see, but it's not the worst case scenario. They would either be 5, 6 or 7 depending on how the Bills play out, the Colts play out and the Dolphins play out.
1: Also, talking about the Ravens team next week too. The Ravens have currently lost 3 games in a row. Granted, Lamar Jackson didn't play last week with he's dealing with COVID.
0: They had like 15 players on the COVID list. Right,
1: so you can kind of chalk that game up to injury or players being out. But if we lose, if we can go one and one in our next
0: two games, that's a a win in my book. Yeah, for sure. And like we said at the beginning of the season, you want to split with the Steelers and the Ravens in your season series with them. But if the Browns can at least get one of the four from the Steelers and the Ravens, talking about the Steelers, I mean the Ravens game in two weeks, that would be good for the Browns
1: yeah so here we are in 2020 talking about the Browns making the playoffs they're eight and three I didn't think we'd ever be here in my lifetime I'm you know I've never seen the Browns be this good so I, I love it it's new territory for us
0: yeah we projected them to both go 10 and six but personally I didn't think and I don't think Jack thought that we would be eight and three at this point yeah
1: that's crazy I mean and even if they pick up that game versus the Raiders they could even be better but we're not gonna talk about hypotheticals. I love what the Browns have done this season, and I can't wait to see if we can continue and finish the season out strong.
0: Yeah, so the Browns have a huge game versus the Titans. We're really pulling for them. Hopefully they come out with that dub, and that's just about all we have for today, Jack.
1: Yeah, that wraps it up for our three-quarter season update, and I'm glad to be back in person talking. My quality should be a little bit better than through Zoom, but uh, yeah, that wraps it up.
0: All right. We will catch y'all next time. Thank you for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at the hottest underscore take pod. And we will catch y'all next time. Stay hot, our friends. Peace. And thanks to you guys who you made it this far listening to the hottest take sports podcast. Today's intro beat was made by Ilya on YouTube. We'll have a link to it in the description. Make sure you all go give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the hottest underscore take pod make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show. Also, make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all, and see you next time.